1: Welcome to This Broadcast Belongs to Them. Oh, let me get rid of this. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. We are doing The Spider's Lullaby. We have finally made it to a King Diamond album. We were on uh, break for a little while.
2: Right? Well, doing... it's a five-year gap.
1: Yeah. Yes, it was. So, um, King Diamond put out The Spider's Lullaby, and actually there's two versions. I don't know if you can see the other version behind me, but it's reissued with the ugly album cover. This
2: is the original yeah. album cover, which looks a lot better. But, yeah, uh, why did they change it? It looks stupid.
1: Apparently, because they released uh, The Spider's Lullaby and The Graveyard, they lost the artwork for both mm-hmm. of the albums.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, if you Ouch. take King Diamond's face off that spider, I would prefer it, that cover, but I right. hate that King Diamond face on there. Yeah, <laughs> <it was just laughs> everything else is fine. I like the background more than the original. I like everything more than the original, but that little face makes me like the original more.
1: Yeah, It's <laughs> pointless. But, uh, yeah, apparently they lost all the artwork or something and they couldn't get it back and they decided to redo them all. Even the graveyard doesn't look that good either. I don't don't like that one either.
0: Well, did they change that?
1: Yes, they did. I haven't seen it. it. looks more similar to the original, but it's just a different headstone. Oh. Same, same colors, just a different headstone. Mm.
0: Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. So back in 1993. Oh, back in 1993. Let me start this off. Um. In the Marsville Fate in the Shadows album, in the uh, thank you section, I thought this was kind of funny, uh, King thanked Andy LaRock, Snowy Shaw, and Mike Weed and Charlie D'Angelo for their patience and understanding and he can't wait for them to start recording the next King Diamond LP, The Spider's Lullaby. So, Mm -hmm. King had all these other members, you know, going to record this
2: album, but obviously that did not happen. No, I read actually that he demoed some of these songs with those guys as his solo band as early as 1991. Really? Yeah. You know what's funny,
1: and I just read this a few minutes ago, there's demos for the uh, Spiders Lullaby, and all the instruments are played by King and Andy.
2: Interesting. Oh. yeah.
1: So anyway, two two years later, uh, only one person mentioned would be in the band, and it was Andy. So after five years since the eye, we have a whole new band with Chris Estes, Estes, on bass uh herb simonson on guitars and darren anthony on drums and uh just a little background on chris estes and the other guys uh 1991 he moved to uh, denton texas to attend university of northern texas as a jazz studies major uh during his time he met darren anthony and joined an unsigned band mindstorm and during those three years they played the dallas club scene and eventually caught the attention of king diamond who had recently moved to uh dallas uh, and was looking for new members for his band. In early '94, three members of that band were asked to join King Diamond. So, that's where we are. So, and um, this album sort of, kind of like a Fatal Portrait in a way, where only half of the album is a concept. So it's very similar. Not as good as the Fatal Portrait, but it's uh, in a similar way. And uh, let's just start off. the The first song of this album is "From the Other Side." Now, Greg, I just talked to you a few minutes ago, and you said, What? <laughs>
2: when he does the, and don't get me wrong, I love it, but when he does those background vocals right before the chorus, when he does that, ooh, ooh, ooh. it sounds exactly like the groups of ants would sound in Looney Tunes when they would all yell, Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> And the Spiders would sound like that, too, with a real high-pitched voice. I was like, oh, that kind of ties it in. I don't think he knew, but...
1: (laughs) Just a funny coincidence. Uh, Well, what do you think about the song
2: as as a whole? It's uh, it's a great song. I think it's a classic. Um, The guitar lines remind me a little bit of them, actually, with how they sound. But... um, It's almost like a speed metal song. It comes out of the gate really aggressive. It's a great track. Yes, it is. Lisa?
3: It's a kick-ass track, yeah. It comes right out of the gate, kicks you right in the head. Killer riffs. It's got a catchy hook. You know me, I like my hooks. Yes, you do. Uh, oh, it's yeah. a great arrangement. I like how the drums switch up halfway through the chorus. Uh, it's got some dramatic moments in it. Great bass playing. Yeah, Uh I love it, man. I think it's a killer song. I think it's uh, a good way to start an album. Just mm-hmm. put you right in the face.
2: I know you were th- looking forward to doing this album, too. Lisa. I've
3: been looking forward to it this is one of my favorite albums. Really?
2: I I think it's a, um, <clears throat> the way the dynamics are in the song, too, it's a great introduction to kind of how he uh, changed up his vocals here a little bit. He sounds a lot um, airier on this to me. Huh. Yeah, he did, he changed up
1: his vocals a lot. He doesn't do so much of the high stuff. He does a lot of lower things. Yeah. Also, by the way, this uh, episode is brought to you by Chick Fil A.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, aren't, aren't they homophobic? Yeah, uh, the chicken yeah, is good. Chick Fil A It's chicken for men. You know, you know one thing. I I have to say before I go into the album. Is that, you know, I've said this before How I don't really can re- Can't can tell bad production or not Man. Well, hearing the Remastered version, I kind of can tell The original version is Pretty lackluster It Ooh. sounds, mm-hmm. any LaRoque I think did a Fantastic job with the remaster because listen to them back Because I, I listened to The vinyl today, which I haven't heard in a while And I have Spiders Lullaby The original in my iPod So I've been living with that forever Listening yeah. to this, I was like, damn, it sounds much fuller. Um, but anyway, this song, I think it's a killer hard-driving song. Opening riff sounds like a motor running, pistons a-popping. Uh, uh, weird, eccentric lyrics to it. Hmm. And uh, I think it's very sta- straightforward. Not too many changes uh, yeah. that you would expect from King, but I love it. I think it's a fantastic song.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you guys said, it's a good opening track. First thing I noticed right away, the the, the drums are not electronic. (laughs) Not like on the eye. Thank God. Um, At least they sound better than they did on the eye. And uh, another thing I noticed, too, is in the lyrics, King mentions uh, seeing a tear being shed by the eye. So that's kind of like a little bit of a go back to the eye. Uh, I wonder if this song has anything to do with any of the characters from the eye, though. I, I don't know.
3: It may be a fragment. You know, yeah. it seems like he he might be working on you know, a sequel or something, and maybe he had a fragment of something. Just said, "Fuck it," sounds like a good song by itself.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But uh, either way, cool song for me. Nice lead guitar work by Andy. So good stuff. And there's actually some other things when we get to some more songs that I uh, I picked up some other things that could be from some other albums too. So mm.
0: we'll
1: get to that. Uh, next song, Killer. Uh, This song is very interesting because this song is like an old song that Andy wrote back in the day and he actually had um, uh, Messiah Marcolin from uh, Candlemask singing it and the song at the time was called House of Pain. Has anybody ever heard that one?
0: No, that's interesting. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, if you look it up on YouTube, Andy LaRock, House of Pain, and the song will come up there different uh, lyrics, different vocals and everything but the music's pretty much very similar but I actually think I'd like that version a little bit more, just, I don't know, it's just different especially with Messiah singing it, it just sounds really cool but uh, obviously it was changed to the Killer, or uh, Killer for this album, but uh, I would have liked to hear that other one a little bit more I don't know what happened with that, I guess that was like a one-off thing, maybe Messiah was in the studio with Andy or something and they just recorded one song I don't know, I couldn't find any more information on that but, uh, I like the part in the intro with the guitars and the keyboards going off on each other. That's pretty cool. Herb does a solo on this song. It's the first one he's done on this album since he's uh, new to the band. The song itself is okay. The lyrics are pretty self explanatory. There's just a killer who's going to get uh, sent to the electric chair. I don't love or hate the song. It's there. I'll listen to it once in a while, but, you know, it's not one of my favorites off the album. Ralph?
0: Uh, <clears throat> I think the title's appropriate because the yeah. song is killer. Uh, it's kind of like the other side, but more mid-tempo. Uh, it's just, uh, not that many changes. Uh, and I love the evil sound of his vocals during the verse. Yes. Short ripping solo and that riffage during the solo. Jesus. Uh, short, but effective. Another great song. Before we go on further. Uh, Wayne, why do you own so many CDs, dude? Get, get with the time. Spotify, bro. you know what? That's that's
1: that's a good idea if anybody wants to make me an offer for all these albums please
3: high
0: quality yeah hey man i'm not good at sarcasm am i no
3: you're
1: not apparently no no spotify no no well actually i do use amazon but no spotify none of that stuff buy your stuff from the bands buy your stuff from uh you know Give the bands the
3: money, you know?
0: I am proud to say that I have never paid for a download and I've never streamed in my life.
3: Really? Well, well we it, have it, streams. If, I'll tell you what, those point oh oh cents they really do have <laughs>
0: <up>. Well, <laughs> Let me tell you, man, when I get the bill, when they send me money, when CD Baby sends me money, yeah. I get this huge list from Spotify. <laughs> I mean, huge, endless. And Lisa, ain't I right? When it's over, Good on point. the bottom it says, yeah, and on the bottom it says, Spotify's charging you two bucks. <laughs> it's like...
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> they they pay you like a penny a song if you're lucky. Sometimes they don't pay you anything. Yeah. Well, Sometimes I, they... I I see a penny. But yeah, hopefully uh, they, then they hopefully, that hopefully, uh
1: yeah, hopefully it, something happens with that because a lot a lot of people now that they know like what bands are actually getting, a lot of people are like really pissed off, you know.
0: It needs to stop. It just needs to stop.
1: It's not fair for the artist, you know. And then and then what that idiot said, he wants the bands to like produce more music and that that's going to help, you know, you know, raise sales and stuff, but that that's not going to do anything. It's going to raise
0: sales for him.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be five. You <laughs>
0: know, 5.3 billion is not enough. No. No, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but unfortunately, I do use uh, uh, the Amazon app, but only because my like you you still use your iPod, right, Ralph?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's all hard copies that I dump right. into
1: yeah, that's what I used to do too. But then I, I that thing, is there's no more room left, <laughs> so <laughs> and it doesn't work in my car. I got a new car and it doesn't work in there. So I was just like, you know what, I can't. And oh, and then my car don't have a CD player anymore. So that kind of just killed everything. So then I just went to the Amazon app. But as you can see, I still buy my shit. So you have to, Greg, killer.
2: After we just uh, went I, on. I I feel I feel the same way you do. It's it's okay but it's just there. I think it starts off great, but it's uh, it's kind of boring and not very memorable outside of the vocal lines. His, vo- his vocals are great on it, and so is the chorus, and that solo's ripping, but that's about it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Lisa? I don't know. To me, this song is really exciting. I love the verse riff. I love that opening riff, that picking. It's really complex. And then the verse, is yeah, 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 yeah. to me, that is a circle pit kind of tune. That's a song yeah. that makes me want to get in the circle pit. So and uh Yeah, okay. I think it's one of the heaviest riffs. And the drums are actually like half time. Right. Yeah. While 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 the guitars are just kicking out, just like a saw blade in your face. Mm-hmm. But uh the be- it has one of the best moments on the whole album, I think. At the end when he goes, Oh, ah!
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, that's just so awesome so i think yeah vocally the vocal performance is just it's it's stellar it's super yeah. aggressive
1: that's what i think on the whole album like you can tell even though he when he changes vocal approach i guess um i think it's a little bit more accessible for people you know he's not so pitchy like on the other albums you know yeah.
2: It is, and the whole thing's a little bit doomier too, honestly. This yeah. reminds me a lot of seventies Black Sabbath. Yeah. Very cool. Uh Poltergeist. Um,
1: King detects a spirit in his house. That tells him he doesn't uh, like most of the people he invites to the house, but he's a friendly ghost. Um I really like this song mm. and I actually I would love to see this album this song done live. Mm.
0: The song about Casper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he could do a lot of a lot of really cool things, especially with that set that he has now you know, he's got the, um, what was that called the uh, Institute set, you know, they got the door there and he could do something with the door or whatever, so that'd be yeah. kind of cool visuals they
2: could get Cosby to be Ghost Dad yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'd slip King of Mickey and try to that's uh, why he's
1: called Ghost Dad yeah <laughs> But uh, I love the the uh, poltergeist vocal part and the harpsichord stuff. Uh, but my favorite part is the chorus, where the drums do that like simple beat, and then the guitars like kind of go off on that. It just it re- really makes mm-hmm. a really cool chorus. Uh, and also, too, I, I remember listening to this song in school one day, and a friend of mine, he just grabbed my Walkman and my headphones, and he puts it on, and am expecting him to say, what the hell are you listening to? Because <laughs> he wasn't somebody who listened to metal at all. But he just sat there and listened to it, and he didn't say a word. He just listened to the whole song. I don't know if he liked it or not. He never said. <laughs> Lisa?
3: Well, maybe it's because of that, that uh, disco chorus, man. Could be. It's a little pants and boots on the drums with that disco. But it's, it's cool because <laughs> this song, it's, it's one of these roller coaster type songs that has you know all these different parts that you almost think they wouldn't fit together. But they yeah. do. But they really do. And his segues make him, make him do that. It's super melodic. You can sing along. It's one of these like light your lighter, mm-hmm. wave it kind of tunes, you know? And I call this the Muppet King Diamond beat. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a whole bunch of songs that do that. And I can imagine like The Count dancing yeah. around to the song. And it's got a badass, this whammy bar solo, that first yes. solo. I did it. Yep. Just, rr, rr, just fucking KK Downing kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, I'm the best part, though, is that? Speak to me. That part. Yeah. <laughs> Speak <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> so I love. I love this song. It's got all the hooks. It's all that and a bag of chips.
2: Everything's
1: there.
3: Great the nuts.
2: Uh, the, it's funny you mentioned the Muppet thing because I had the same <laughs> idea. Oh, I thought it was the count going seven, seven, Talter guy, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> this one, I almost feel there's a little bit too much going on in it. I kind of don't care for all the changes. I think it switches up a little bit too much. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It kind of loses some of its power for me in that respect. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else is wrong, not me. Uh. <laughs> yeah th- uh, this is a this is another one like killer that i like but i don't feel it's the same tier as some of the other songs and it's just kind of eh sometimes i listen to it sometimes i don't ralph
0: man i i i feel i feel this song is like i number one it's going to sound like i'm slamming it i'm not i actually love it but yeah. i think out of every king diamond song this to me is the most predictable. King Diamond song, because I, I know when the chorus is coming in. Right. I know where every little part's coming in. It's very straightforward to me, man. I mean, more than anything I've ever heard from King Diamond. Uh, I love it. It's like music from hell and riffs from heaven, you know? I feel the hooks all over it, you know? It's non-predictable, and I can you're know, tell what's coming uh, next, you know? I give this one away, thumbs up. Not one of my favorites on here, but but yeah, I feel very different about that one, Greg. Maybe I should start smoking weed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Just <clears throat> for me, some of the changes don't really connect well with each other. And that there's really one bugs song coming me about up. it.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. a song coming up that there's a change in it that's so like, whoa, man. It's so abrupt. That's so unking diamond. But we'll talk about that when we get there.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Dreams. Uh, maybe this song could be considered part of the concept because he does mention Spider's Lullaby in this song. But the rest of the song, it doesn't say anything else about the by so I, I don't know. This maybe it doesn't have anything to do with anything. I, uh, I kind of feel the same for Dreams as I do with the Killer song. Uh, it's there, and I don't hate it, but it's not a song I always go back to. Uh, some cool parts, like the verses, decent chorus. I like the yeah, 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 give me a little dream now part. That's cool. Sounds a little silly, but it's cool. Uh, that one part where the song slows down a bit and King sings in a lower voice. kind of hard to hear what he's saying. You remember that part?
0: Yeah, he's saying Wait is wrong. <laughs> don't
1: make me laugh. I'm to cough every time I laugh. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. But I don't know. I just I can't tell what he's saying there. Because I, I guess it's like a guitar chord playing over what he's singing. And it just, I don't know, gets drowned out. I mm. uh, never really liked that part. But again, some cool lead guitar parts. That's all. Good, you know, decent song. Greg?
2: I don't like this song. This is one of two songs on here I really don't care for at all. Even the riff is cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see what Lisa's doing? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you. for the most part, like, I really like this record, but this one is the start of almost with a feel I get from the graveyard a lot where the song itself is kind of half-baked. And mm just kind of going through the motions and he hits a lot of notes he would normally do but it just sounds cheesy to me <laughs> it's okay
1: it's okay to be wrong <laughs>
2: lisa
3: colossally wrong i love this Colossal. song. So, colossally it
2: sounds wrong. like he Big, collaborated yeah. with danny elfman it's it's that that's type of that's why i like it that's yeah.
3: why i I like it, man. Again, it's got that Muppet thing going on. You can dance to it. <laughs> it's super catchy chorus. Meet the Feebles. Drum, drum, <laughs> yeah. drums change it up and don't don't make him laugh anymore. He's dying yeah. over. It. And it made that that intro. That intro is crushing and like this ingve kind of guitar thing going on, and it's got all kinds of changes. Maybe that's what you weren't satisfied with some of those changes. It's only four minutes and 39 seconds long. And again, he just packs all this cool shit into one song. But I main thing I love about it is the chorus. I just love that chorus, man. I love the drums in the chorus. I love the melody. I think it kicks ass. And, and uh, I'm sticking to it. That's my story. Okay. I'm sticking right. to it.
2: Ralph.
0: It's my favorite song on here.
2: Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it starts with a ripping solo and the band's full force, but then it goes, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it, the chorus is a lot like that section in T, you know, where, oh, I'm paralyzed, how he ends that line yeah, in T. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me so much of that. It's got that tempo and feel of it. You know, and I love how it slows down and speeds up throughout the song. Uh, my favorite on here. Really?
1: And apparently, you like that part that I don't like.
0: Wayne is wrong.
1: <laughs> Moonlight. Uh, another decent song, but nothing to blow me away. Apparently, this was influenced by the movie Village of the Damned, or no Village of the
2: Village of the Damned. Yes, Village Damned of the Damned with the, Damned with the yeah. creepy children. Yeah, I forget I who did the it. original, but John Carpenter did. Pretty awesome, and everybody should see it because they know all your secrets by the moonlight.
1: <laughs> have you seen it, uh, Ralph? Because they, no, you, know, I, you even I have I saw it.
0: the original Children of the Damned, but not the uh, remake. No, I'll, I'll watch it though. Yeah. You know, regardless of what, regardless of what Greg thinks of dreams, I, I think he, he's always on the on the ball. So I got to check out that movie.
2: Yeah, I just, I don't know. Something bugs me about Dreams. Maybe it's because that riff sounds like such a Malmsteen riff. And I think Ingve is very silly. I love (laughs)
1: her. I'm not a a movie guy too much, so I wouldn't have known. But I will see it, so I'll look for it. Uh, I like the section where he sings night after night, some good vocal melodies there. Mm -hmm. Nice trade-off guitar solos. And that's about it for me. Uh, Lisa.
3: I love it. It's hooky. It's it's almost got a pop framework to it in the arranging. I think the arrangement is masterful. Like at the end where they go back into like the pre-chorus, but they cut it half, halfway short, you know, sure. so they're not going to stay there. Or I think it was the chorus and, or the verse, and that, but they cut it in half. And they changed okay. the words so they can cut it in half. And I love the stacked harmonies on, on the, on the uh, chorus. But I just think the whole thing is memorable. It's like I just looked at the album, and I started hearing after after not having heard the album for probably 10 years or more. Mm. It just all came. That song just came right back to me. The entire melody was just like in my head. So I, that's why I love that song. I think it's one of the best hooks he's got. Um uh, the bass is very prominent, great bass playing uh it's a cool story, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just I just love this record. I love it
1: it's funny you mentioned that about seeing the album and thinking of that song i, I kind of I'm kind of the same way too, but uh, because he repeats that moonlight like a hundred times in the song so that's it
3: does it. repeat it does repeat a lot, and so you know but but i I give him credit because like one time it comes back and it's just the kick drum. Boom, boom, dun, 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 and big, you know, whole note chords. So he's changing, even though it's got these, you know, rock and roll all night things going on. He keeps mm. changing what's happening behind it. Yeah. And that and that gives it so somebody, he you know, who if he arranged it, whoever arranged it really sat down and went stretch by stretch and said, hey, we need to change this. We need yeah. to take something out. So I think there's really something to be said as someone here, I'm being really nerdy about producing a record, is that sometimes I forget, you hear something, you go, this doesn't sound quite right, and I always go, oh, maybe I'll add a guitar or something like that. And it's like, no, sometimes you need to take shit out. And that's what he did in that song to give it some texture, is just, yeah. you know, put his whole notes in there and kicked on. boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden, it's like a whole new chorus.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh... That's
3: my nerd rant.
1: <laughs> Ralph?
0: um, This one is whatever to me. I, I love the solo. I think the solo's c- killer, but, you know, that's hmm. to be expected. But uh, this one doesn't grab me. It's uh, one of the songs that I don't, you know, look, it's like one of my favorite King Diamond albums. And I'm not saying, really? I don't think, there, yeah, dude, I don't think there's any bad song on here. I'm just saying stacked against the other songs. I don't mm. think it's as strong as what's coming up and what came before it. But in no way I'm saying it's a bad song. I'm just saying it's not one of my favorites on here. But I like it. I, it's not skippable. you know. Yeah. I listen to the sound in its entirety. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs>
2: Greg. This is my favorite song on this record. Really? I love it i love everything about it the guitars the guitar melodies the bass because and it reminds me a lot of a 70s black sabbath song again it you know the the way he plays the bass the way he like weaves a tapestry with it it's Mm -hmm. almost like geezer would do um the little climbing lead riffs he does reminds me like they would do in dirty women and king just takes it and turns it into his own thing and it's A total classic King Diamond song, Mm. but it's, um, you know, in the style of this album. It's awesome. It's like doom metal, but King Diamond style.
0: No wonder I'm not that into it, because I hate 70 Sabbath. Sabbath only made one good album. (sighs) 13. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Forbidden's okay.
2: Dude, if you're gonna do acid, you gotta share. The rat salad rule number three. Come on,
0: now I realize I am good at sarc- I am good at uh, at sarcasm. My favorite band of all time,
3: bro. Yeah,
1: I know you said that. I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah,
3: I think here's why. I'll just say one more thing about Moonlight. There's something that's like, it, there, there's something kind of girly about this song in a way that's like, it hits my inner goth chick. Because it's catchy enough, it's danceable enough, and the story is is spooky, but it's sweet in a way. There's something sweet about it that makes me just picture like my my inner goth chick with like black bangs, and you know, would totally love that song. And maybe like not like all the other King Diamond stuff. So it's something that's accessible about this song. It's it's candy. It's pop candy.
2: Oh, yeah, especially on the chorus, In the Moonlight. In amazing. the
3: Moonlight!
1: Yeah. It's funny, you mentioned about the bass, uh, Greg. Uh, you do. I hear the bass more on this song than any other song on the album, I think. It really sticks out to me on this. And Chris, the bass player on this album, might be on the show. So if you're watching this, Chris, before we get you on the show, we've mentioned you, and we like your bass playing.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah. and we will definitely talk about this song. Ah, oh, sweet. See?
1: We and we have a bass player on the show. There's even more reason to come on the show. All right. Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> Next song, Six Feet Under. Uh, I, I found this website online. Uh, what the hell did I find this? I think it's called the com. No, Meloninvader.net. Invaders. Metal huh? Invader. Oh. Metal Invader. <laughs> wow. All right, I have a cold, so I can't really speak too well Cool Halloween song. but although it is a good Halloween song although I can't speak normal on a regular basis anyway but uh this guy George, Giorgio Sikis I don't know he's Greek uh he wrote a, a whole <laughs> he wrote a whole thing up about this album and uh one of the things that he did mention was this song is like a cutscene com- from Conspiracy there, there's references uh, from them telling what would have uh, been differently in King's mo- if King's mother and Dr. Landau had buried him alive in a glass coffin so they, and, and along with the family, could watch him suffer in agony and perish while his sister Missy kicks dirt in his face.
0: <laughs>
1: so I could see that. Wow. Yeah. So uh, another kind of song that's just kind of there for me, I, I mean, I like the backstory. Even reading that and like kind of picturing that now, I mean, makes the song a little bit better. But as music goes... I don't know. It's okay. I like the concept. Music's okay. I don't hate it. Uh, I like the uh, idea of being in the coffin of glass. I mean, I don't want to be in a coffin of glass. I don't need people looking at me. But uh, it's a cool song. It's decent, you know. I'm not going to skip it. I'm not going to not listen to it. I like it. It's all right. It's there. It's a song. Ralph.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: I love this one. Tell it's him ripping. I
3: was wrong, Ralph. Tell him he's wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need to use yeah. my quote button. When it is wrong um <clears throat> i think it's ripping man back on track i love this hard driving great hooky chorus and verse whammy solo you can tell right away it's sandy and uh it stays fast all the way through even with the changes when it does the changes it still has that hard driving force all the way through i absolutely love this song maybe my second favorite on here
2: huh. greg this is a great song i like this one a lot um the only, only thing I did want to say about this, uh, not really negative, but just something I found a little weird, you can totally tell that this is almost like a them or conspiracy. I know they said alternate ending, but outtake almost, because it sounds exactly like conspiracy to me. And that almost messes up the flow of the album a little bit. Like, it would be great as an ending track, but I don't think... It should be where it is in the track listing just because it's so different from what came before it and what Mm -hmm. comes after it. But it's a ripping song. It's a total speedster.
1: Well, in a way, it ends the first half of the album. Of this album.
2: Right, but when you listen to it on CD, it it keeps going, you know, so it's in the middle. (laughs) Lisa?
3: I think it's another ripping song, man. This is another mosh pit song.
1: Is this This your favorite King Diamond album?
3: This is one of my favorites. It's hard to say. I think, uh, to me, uh, time. I think is technically
1: my King Diamond, the band,
3: or the band. Yeah, King Diamond. (laughs) You know, Fatal Portrait has always got a special place in my heart. That's mine. Fatal Portrait is mine. Fatal Portrait is mine. I was hospitalized when I was a teenager, and they thought I had leukemia, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And so I had a cassette player, and I had that cassette. That was it. It's all I had. And I played it over and over and over and over for four days in the hospital. So it was like right. that record saved my life. So but I think this might this is in the top like three for sure, because I think every fucking song on here kicks out. I think this song kicks ass. And it's also uh one of those kick drum patterns that I would guess you would agree it's it's in that mid-tempo range where you're you're not walking and you're not running. Right. Yeah. It's kinda it's hard to keep that time. So it's yeah. I think this drummer is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh it yeah, it 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 rocks. I am six feet under. Yeah. I love that part. <laughs> and uh the only thing that bothers me about this song, okay. If you're six feet under and you're in a coffin made of glass. Yes. Do, they, do they have like LED lights or something in the coffin so that you can tell that you're in a coffin? Because the thing is, you got dirt all over you. You can't right. see anything. So did they put like lights in the coffin or something?
1: Maybe, maybe there was a camera in there. Maybe it had a GoPro <laughs> in there. or something. The
3: GoPro? I don't know. But it seems just like a corny. Just the concept. Of the song, is is corny as fuck to me, but yeah. that's okay. I will just okay. They forgot to mention that they put lights in the coffin, <laughs> so he could tell.
2: Van had a better song about being buried alive.
3: Buried alive, it's coffin made of That doesn't make any difference when you put the dirt on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same Well. Shit. Black. But, you know,
2: he's sing, he's singing about, oh, I see my sister, King, and dirt on me. Okay, Chrono said, my that. eyes, they bulge out, My fingers, they bleed. Take the lid off this box. That's kind of
3: believable. Okay. Yeah. So it's just for those moments <laughs> when you can see the dirt piling on. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's the point otherwise? I don't know. I
2: don't know. I don't know. It's but a now, good song, though.
3: Wouldn't it be yeah. cool, though, if you're a real King Diamond fan? You're gonna have a coffin made of glass. It's like KISS fans get that kiss. <laughs> oh
2: man.
1: Everybody did everybody get their shot on this song?
0: Yeah, I did.
1: You did? Greg, you got yours? Yeah. Lisa just got hers. I got mine. Alright. Side two. Welcome back to this broadcast belongs to them. Side two of the spider's lullaby. Ew! We're back.
0: Oh what the... no!
1: What was that supposed to be?
0: An upside down cross. oh Maybe I should do the creepy yeah. crawly. Creepy crawly crawly
2: crawly. Yeah, get the crawly
1: box. Creepy crawly box for Harry, because Dr. Eastman is on his way. All right. Now we finally get to the actual story of this whole album. Uh, it's about a guy named Harry who apparently needs to do some spring cleaning in his house because there's spiders everywhere. Uh, they're make him; they making him lose his mind, and he suffers from arachnophobia. Uh, it's oh, a good I'm song. Cool I, yeah, I know. Uh, it's a cool song. I like the song. I, there's nothing that really sticks out to me in it. I mean, it fits along with the rest of the songs in the album. It's, it's all cool to me. <laughs> I like the chorus. I'm done, Ra- uh, Ralph.
0: <laughs> oh, I love this one, man. The creepy keyboards going into that epic Doom riff. I dig this one a lot. You know, structure kicks ass with the heaviness. And then they throw in a little keyboard to make it spooky. And that spooky... <laughs> okay, no, It's pretty awesome where, you know, here comes another one, ha-ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: yes, that, I, I love the laughs on, on this. Yeah, and and also, cool. too... Uh, the uh, the guitar parts where like you can hear like a little spiders or something like they make like, out. Oh, no, a... no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. it sounds like keyboards to me. Yeah. You, a little bit. Yeah.
1: Uh, it mm-hmm.
0: sounds like you know the spider, you know yeah. the spider moving around and shit. Yep. It's wet. Did you ever see? You know, I don't know if you ever seen this because on my video somebody made uh, intro for me where it's the spider bomb cover with the spider going around and my face is on there instead of King Diamond. You never seen that? No, I haven't
2: that's seen something.
0: that. Yeah, it's awesome. It's the you same to, thing, and you that's hear like cool. you hear the intro to the candle, and you see the thing going around, and my face is on it.
1: Pretty <laughs> I'll to cool. Send that to me. I'll, I'll uh, put that up awesome.
0: All right, yeah, I'll throw it on this. i yeah. remind me. You know me. I'm old and I'm forgetful.
1: Yes, very
0: forgetful. But uh. <laughs> y- Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think it's uh, an awesome song, and I love the dynamics of uh, when the keyboards would come in during
3: during the
0: heaviness of the show. You know, bring in that little creepiness and then go back to the heaviness. Epic song, man. This is like the the the, Love it.
2: Yeah. Good stuff. Greg. I like this one. It's got a cool little dark funeral atmosphere to it almost with the creepy little keyboards. And well I love like Ralph mentioned, I love the guitar work. The way it sounds like spiders crawling on the frets. Yeah. But uh, Ralph pretty much mentioned everything I was going to. It's a really good one, and it's a great intro to the story. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Lisa,
3: I think it is one of his wackiest songs because I remember the first time hearing this song, uh, oh. laughed my ass off. That yeah, when it comes there's in, there's another <laughs> spider. On, you know, another creamy spot. Yes. Yeah freaking hilarious Cre- i think
0: creamy, yeah, spider. creamy spot creamy spider and
3: there, yeah, yeah soon to be another creamy spot
0: on his <laughs> wall
3: you know and it's you, and it's funny because last night mm. i came up the stairs and i saw the biggest freaking spider i have ever seen in my house last night at the top of the stairs it was like this big man it was one of those big garden spiders mm. out here in oregon we have insane spiders and slugs. We have slugs like this long; it's nuts. Wow. But uh, yeah, I think it's a zany song. I think it's his most Alice Cooper song. You know, yeah. the creepy crawly, and then here comes another one. That's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole way begins in our little cottage in the countryside. It's just nuts. The song is wacky, and I, I like it. It's it's, it's cool, man. Yeah. But it, it's like a reference. We always have had this as a reference just in daily life. Whenever we see a spider on the wall, we go, there's another spider. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> awesome.
3: It's, it's handy for everyday life.
1: Is anybody afraid of spiders here?
0: No. Nope. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, my my ex-girlfriend, who I'm still very good friends with, she has four tarantulas and I haven't been to her house since she got those tarantulas she's <laughs> really she's really into spiders man like, like big hairy like the ones that can kill you jeez. and I'm like jeez I'm not coming by what if one of them get loose you know yeah, you never she know. sends me videos of them all the time and they look horrifying you know? <laughs>
1: that's mean I'll never forget there was a um one of my fences I was uh, the fence fell down and we went to go pick it up and it was big wolf wolf or wood spider on it and they're, they're like about that big or whatever and I was like ah! I, I wasn't touching that shit I had my mother take it off the fence for me <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't touching it now,
0: here, wow. here, here in Florida there's well I guess probably everywhere there's these little tiny spiders that hang out in sills, and if you yeah. get bit by one you you get like a fucking you, you like explode, like you get really, really infected badly. You have to go to the hospital. You know, you get all puffy and shit. I forgot the Look, name. The like spider. the
2: Elephant Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man. B- basically, I, uh, my friend's mom got bit by one of the spiders, and holy crap! I mean, it, it inflated so much that her skin broke. You know, because the skin couldn't hold. Uh,
2: wow! The skin
0: couldn't hold the puffiness; it just broke.
3: Un- like a hobo spider. I they got of t- spiders out here. I don't
0: know the name of these, but they they hang out in windowsills. Mm. So if I ever see a spider in a windowsill, that's the last day that spider's living. In.
3: Creamy <laughs> spot. Yeah, Another It'll be a creamy
0: spot. spider on, on the windowsill. All right.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way, by the way, Wayne, I sent you the intro. The intro. Of uh, me as a spider. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. All right. See now, I forgot. All right. Uh, Eastman's Cure. Harry answers an ad for Dr. Eastman who promises to cure all phobias. Uh, another really cool song. My problem is I didn't write down what I liked about these songs. I was very busy. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, hi.
2: Um, I'm trying to think I love about, this. what song. is that noise?
0: Uh... Somebody's car downstairs. Somebody trying to break into it. I
2: was gonna say it sounds like <laughs> a European police
0: car. <laughs> <Yeah>. Where, <laughs> where? Yeah, it was probably my car. My car does that. <laughs> uh, it's okay. They it's stole it. It's already gone. It's, it's gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, Eastman's cure uh, off the top of my head. I, I like this song. I-, I like the whole last of the album. You know, they're all, they're all, the end of the album's cool. Uh, good, good song. Got a good chorus in it. I, I know the song off the top of my head. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good song.
2: <laughs> this is my second favorite song in here. I love it. It brings the speed back full force with some New Wave of British heavy metal style Blitzkrieg riffing. It's oh, yeah. Awesome. That's got a really catchy chorus, too. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, Where Lisa... they slow it down a little bit. And... Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of it in my head, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a great yeah. song. I love it. It is a good song. Yep, yeah. Lisa.
3: Yeah, it's another song that's got a lot of different parts in it, and they fit to me. They all seem to fit together. It's really good storytelling, and I like how they use the music to be part of the story. So you hear, like in that middle bridge section where it kind of gets all hippy-trippy. It's like he's got all his hope, and he's like, oh, can you help me? And then when they're singing about, you know, how, oh, we can, we're, you know, we can help you. Absolutely. At the end of the course, there's this discordant chord. So yeah, it's yeah. like they're giving him this hope and it's like, yeah, but there's mm-hmm. something wrong with this place, man. Right. Don't sign that thing. Don't sign it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't stay in that room. Uh, Ralph.
0: Killer fast tune. Sing, uh, King sounds like he's singing in a dungeon. Uh, in right. This song and uh, this song, I think, has one of the best riffs in King's entire discography. Yeah. That riff is just yeah. mind blowing, man.
1: It's just I agree. a
0: badass riff, badass tune. Um, which,
1: which riff? The uh, intro
0: riff? The 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 well no the the it's not even in the middle. Well, I gotta listen to it's, it again. I was listening like, to today. It's um, like the
1: verse riff.
0: Yeah, it, it's somewhere in the song. I mean, there's I yeah, like, a
1: lot of really good guitar work. I like how the beginning's like, yeah,
0: no. There's a lot of great riffs, but there's the one yeah. in there. I think it's like in the middle that just fucking rips, man. Oh, oops, I said fucking. That's so, um, that's, that's, fucking, I,
1: that's fucking.
3: I've, I've said it's, it like forty-two times, dude. Who fucking uh, cares? I
0: got I got forty-one <laughs> to go. Uh, all right, fucking fucking, and uh, I love this song. It's fucking great.
1: You haven't said fuck enough, all right?
0: Fuckity fuck fuck.
1: (laughs) Actually, are they now going, um, uh, deleting people's stuff off of YouTube for saying curse words?
0: Uh, No, what it is is that they made us all uh, put it child protection. You know, you have to say, you know, when you put up a video, you got to press, you know, if it's appropriate for children. Or say it's
3: not made for children. You have I mean, to say right. it's not wrong. No, yeah, that's,
1: that's all uh, our stuff is on. All, all, my,
0: all my videos not made for children yeah. at all.
1: Another show. On
0: my last video, I was talking about the last time I went to the doctor. You know, I had my prostate checked. And it was weird because as the, the doctor was checking my prostate, both his hands were on my shoulder. <laughs> I don't know. It was a magic trick. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where were his feet? On the floor. You hope so. Uh, room seventeen. Uh, Harry, Harry waits in the room for the Doctor Eastman and his assistant nurse Needlebeer.
0: Needle Needlebeard.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Nurse Needlebeard. <laughs> yeah. uh, to start the treatment, but what Harry doesn't know is, it's more of a torture session. When the nurse takes out to the wolf, I having a fly. The next day, Harry complains with the pain in his neck and plants, but the doctor makes no impression. Later in the day, Harry is found dead. You should have seen it coming. I really like this song. I really like this song. Uh, really catchy chorus. The chorus is really cool. uh, Yeah, that's I, I like a bass, man. Really, really good. All
3: around good song. Please. Yeah. Great uh, rhythm. Some great moments. I've, it takes a while to get to a hook. To that in room seventeen, you know, it takes yeah. a while to get to that. But uh, yeah, it's a cool song. It's got great. Uh, range, his vocal range is really cool. and But it's got, it seems like every one of these songs has like a moment. It has some kind of wacky moment, something that he screams to sing. And when yeah. he does that, Nurse Needle, it's time to begin. Yes. Nurse Needle, stick it in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I laughed my ass off the first time I heard that because there was a Margaret Cho routine. Where she says, oh, I've got this pickup line. It doesn't seem to work. I just walk up to a guy at a bar and I say, stick it in. So I think of Margaret show. <laughs> every time I hear him say that. But yeah, it's a great song. It's got great moments. It's schlocky in the right ways. The lyrics are cool. It tells the story. You know, poor Harry. He died that night. Harry died. They found him. He was gray and white. No, poor Harry. So, and also, it was kind of um, it's it's the second to the last song.
0: Yeah.
3: But I'm like, well, he dies now? What Did yeah. he die in the last song? But no, but wait, there's more. You know?
1: There's more. Yeah. Makes it really feel sad for Harry. He just wanted help. You
2: yeah. know? I should have called Miss Cleo instead. It was the mid-90s. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, and to see, he Harry only got, like, four songs, you know? He only got the four-song concept, so he, uh, I just
2: feel bad for him, you know? Greg? It, you, you know, I hear that complaint about this record a lot. <clears throat> Qu- quite frankly, I'm happier with it condensed into the four songs it is instead of trying to drag it out into album length, you know? Yeah.
1: No, I'm yeah, okay, I'm yeah, I'm happy with that too because there oh, are. Oh no, I
2: I I wasn't coming at you. It's just something no, I, I no, happen no, to no. notice a lot of reading reviews today.
1: Yeah, yeah, the whole concept album don't bother me. Actually, I would prefer him to do more things like this. You know, we we don't need a whole album of you know, like you just
2: said. It's this is I'm fine with this. Yeah, now this is a really good song though. It's it's uh, well hell. It's eight and a half minutes long. It's almost a progressive really? it's a- odyssey. Doesn't feel In like the... that. No, because it's got a lot of melodic, almost ballad-y type strokes that match really well with the aggressive parts. There's a lot of change ups. It's a it's a great song. Yeah. But um <clears throat> Yeah, my only my only complaint would be like what Lisa said, lack of hooks. Doesn't doesn't get there until a little bit into the track. <laughs> Yeah. But the guitar playing, I think, is some really well you know, I really like Herb Simonson. He really uh compliments Andy and does the neoclassical thing well too. And I think um Well, there's other tracks like Moonlight and even on Killer where it shows real well, but the way they do it here, I guess because it's a longer song, they just really, really shine here. Yeah. It's one of the best moments for the guitars on the whole record. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think
1: this this version of the band really gets a lot of respect. You know, even like on the message boards and stuff, a lot of people, you know, they say stupid things about this band, but they really did a great job on this album. And even on The Graveyard, they they played excellent Mm -hmm. together. And and it's three guys that actually know each other. You know, the only ones that don't know each other are well, they know each other, but uh, or Andy and the rest of the band. But, you know, they played together. I,
2: I just don't get where the whole lack of talent comments come in, because I mean, there's almost as many time changes as there was on, like, them. Right, Conspiracy here, exactly. and a lot yeah. of the stuff is equally as complicated. It's still a King's record, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just different guys playing. Right. And mm-hmm. while this definitely is kind of the begin, No, it is the beginning of his second era and the difference in sound, I still think it's great, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think so,
1: too.
3: Yeah, wow. those two guitar players, man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right,
0: This song is all over the place and I love every place it goes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one of the changes did not connect with me well, but, but, you know, when it picks up in that, uh, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. I just feel it it gets a little disjointed in spots, but, and I find it a shame because it it was flowing so well. Mm -hmm. I don't think too much, uh, thought was put into this, into, into that section. Other than that, I find this, song extremely interesting you know it just has that little there's a little section in there i just found a, a little offsetting to me but the rest i, I just felt like damn man the song is so good without that spot it would have been perfect. hey man well, at least i'm not a poser like those people at the board greg was at I know. <laughs>
2: well,
1: what's the section that you don't like uh
0: it's kind of it's it, it just it it goes in like, that's what i was talking about earlier that part that just doesn't really... You know, King is good at changes, but this one was like a little too abrupt into a change that kind of like was, you know, just like put me off a little bit. But other than that, I mean, I love this song. I'm just saying, just a little... I'm being anal. (laughs)
2: Eh,
1: Gotta be what you are, or what you like. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) All right, To the morgue! Uh... Spiders begin making to their the home. Yeah, they begin to make their home in Harry's empty eye sockets, along with other patients who have also died from unknown reasons. Take uh, him
0: to the morgue.
1: I love how this song starts, taking to the morgue. They sing that, um, and it's a really good song. Uh, it's a great ending to the album. It actually ends the album, it ends the story, and everything. So I like that. It's really cool. Uh, one thing, though, that I remember after I, when I was listening to this album. Uh, I guess it's kind of morbid to even talk about this, but uh, my back at the time, the guy, the person who influenced me to play drums, my cousin, uh, As I'm listening to the song, my mother walks into my bedroom and she just said my cousin just passed away in a car accident. Yeah. And I, every time I hear the song, I think of that. And I gotta, it, it to the morgue, you know? Ah. Like, that, that's the song I gotta remember that by, you know? Hmm. That sucks. That does suck. That does suck. He was a cool guy, but what are you gonna do? Made a stupid uh, decision. But uh yeah, I brought everybody down. That's okay. Shit happens. But it's a good song.
0: Yeah. Ralph. Um yeah, I I love how it starts with the chorus. You know, to the more take him to the more it's so catchy. Uh but again I'm gonna get a little anal. I mean I love the song, but that one part where he says like so they took his bones and skins to the morgue in the West Wing. Mm. It really annoys me. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, I agree. I just, it just annoys me. It sticks out like <laughs> a sore thumb on an otherwise killer song. Uh, you know, it, it's it's an awesome song with a minor flaw. I just think the last two songs just had little sections that perturbed me. <laughs>
1: it's okay. You're allowed to be perturbed.
0: I'm anal, remember?
2: You are in. greg
0: <laughs>
2: yeah that that one little part irritates me too it's <laughs> yeah it's just not it's not pleasant sounding at all, but other than that, I like this, I love the the chorus, the whole take him to the board, you know great way to end the record, yeah. and um, doesn't my favorite vocally he doesn't hear it's just a quick lyric, but it's. God about when he talking about his fingernails turning gray or something like that.
1: No, that was an older
2: song. Oh, no, wait. That, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was in um, the Six
2: Feet Under song. Yeah. Never mind. I don't remember <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Blur. Now, some of these songs I hadn't heard in years, and I don't remember specific lyrics from all of them. <laughs> You're probably thinking of the end um, crap. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, Yeah, I'm thinking of the end of Six Feet Under because there's a part of it that's a little bit similar to this. But anyway, wrong song. (laughs) But this one's pretty good. It's (laughs) sufficiently doomy and melancholy to close out a weird story and a pretty good album. Yep. Lisa?
3: Yeah, I love this song. And it's so so sing-along. Like I said, as soon as I just even looked at the song list, in my head to the morgue. Yeah. Take them oh yeah, the and the reverb. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and Long then at the, the end reberg. they change it. They change it at the end to the morgue. We must all go to the morgue. So they change it up at the end. And uh, yeah, it's got a, a ripping solo section. That solo section is crushing. And uh, you know, I can't I can't think of the part of the song that you were. Complaining that that you're not happy with, so I mean I'll have to listen to it again. But yeah, I just think it's a kick-ass song, and I like how the during the chorus, it's like the drums are just going boom, chuck, boom, chuck, boom, chuck. That's it. It's really simple, man. It's really simple. So it's got these really simple parts in it that just yeah, they really drive it home. And I like at the end. Speaking of Black Sabbath, at the end they Uh, just slow down. Yeah,
0: yeah
3: that's great great way to yeah great way to end an album yeah yeah good
1: stuff really good stuff uh what do we think about this album as a whole on a scale from one to ten i'm gonna go with greg
2: first a really good king diamond record but uh not not one of the top ones for me i give it a seven and a half that's not bad ralph
0: I give it like a 9.5. The only reason I don't give it 10 is for those minor minor little flaws on the last two songs and, and that other song, the Moonlight song, which I like, but, you know, it's just didn't grab me the rest, but the rest is awesome. And I would put this as my favorite of the later, of the second half of the King Diamonds uh, albums. Huh. Very, Very close really. to voodoo, voodoo, too. This and Voodoo are like my favorites. And, and, and by the way, I love them all, you know. Not yeah. just slamming them all, just yeah. more this more than yeah, Lisa.
3: Yeah, this is one of my favorite albums, so I'll give it an eight point five to a nine. The only the there there are a few little weird changes in there that are kind of weird, but the main thing is 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 the production value. Maybe it's the mastering. Yeah. So I would like to hear. I don't think I've heard hmm. the remastered version. Oh,
0: I think it's better. And I
3: haven't. I I would like to hear that.
0: Yeah, but it's like it. It,
3: it's a I think it's a great album, and I'm glad that they kept the story to the second half. Because, yeah. like you said, the, the thing about Room Seventeen, there's some meandering in there that mm-hmm. seems like, oh, we're there trying is. to tell a story, and yeah, let's put some music behind it. You know, so I don't want to hear a whole album of, hey, I'm telling a story, let's put some music behind it. I want to hear songs, hooks, and all that stuff. So it still has all of that stuff, just like Fatal Portrait does. Mm-hmm.
1: Really
0: cool
1: oh, yeah. I will give it an eight, I think it's a really good album, some things here and there that I don't like, but all in all, it's a good song- a good album I don't really skip too many songs, so it's good. I'm happy with it, all right, anything else?
2: yeah, yeah, I only rate it so low just because there's them couple songs I really yeah. don't care for.
1: I get it, it's okay,
2: but it's solid
1: That's right, Lisa.
3: Yeah, what's I don't, skip. I don't skip. anything. Oh, what's going on with me? We're,
1: we're done with that. What's going on with you? I know you're What's you released going on with uh, me?
3: EP uh, I have an EP. It's 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 country blues. So I do all kinds of music. So it's a little country blues. It's a little bit of AM gold. It's called Old Girl, because that's me. I'm old. Yeah, and very... I'm a girl. And cool. uh and it's at lisaman.bandcamp.com. And right now. For every, CD, they're only six bucks plus a little bit of, uh, because it's five songs. And I'm donating the money uh, uh, until, for the next couple of days, to a family that lost two homes to these Oregon Mm. fires. And then White Crone is still happening, still selling that. And then I'm also donating proceeds from White Crone, uh, the Poisoner, to this, this family. Yeah, this guy, he's got a new baby. He's a heavy metal DJ. He supported a lot of uh, independent artists, and now he lost his home, and then his mom lost her home too. So wow. he, couldn't, he couldn't go stay with mom. So yeah. now they're all trying to figure out where they're going to be. And uh, yeah, so I don't have much to give, but I got a box of CDs over here and a box of CDs over there. <laughs> so I figured really pass it on.
1: Cool. Yeah, so please go buy that CD. Ralph, what's going on with you?
0: Well, um, Nothing. (laughs) Well, I I recorded a Plasmatic song this weekend. Yes, I saw that. We're working on uh, new music. We finished up a song that's really good. And, uh, you know, little by little, man. And I'm getting Pro Tools, which I'll be laying down vocals at home and sending it to my band members so we can start demoing the new album. Finally. Almost Human 56 YouTube page is uh, really exploding. The last two videos I put up is over 5,000 views. Uh, One video is uh, Why I Hate Sammy Hagar. And (laughs) and the other video is uh, Yeah, fuck that guy. Ace Freely's ex-girlfriend came out calling everybody and kiss a pedophile. And and Paul Stanley's (laughs) uh, had sex with his sister and they had a baby and Paul Stanley runs around calling it his niece. Fun stuff like that. (laughs) <laughs> All five, five million, five thousand views in less than one day. And I'm premiering something right now that I got to go and join the people in the chat. Really cool. All right. On oh, the Dr. Fuck show, Thursday nights on that metal station and Vieira Vault every Sunday, Vieira Vault podcast, uh, which is really cool.
1: Yes, it is. And I you can find that. Her. Yes, it is. On
0: really? ratsalad.com.
1: Uh, ratsalad.com. Never- I don't even know my own website. Red uh
0: That's
1: where you can find this show. You can find us iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. And you can also find us on YouTube. You can watch us and see what we look like. Yes! <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Come six, on five. and love us. That's right.
3: <laughs> she's a
0: dancer, a romancer. Right. She's a Capricorn, Capricorn and I'm a cancer. A See ya, that's a song about his sister. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right)